Welcome to the Joey Miller Podcast. I'm Pastor Joey Miller from Champion Christian Center, and I am so happy that you tuned in with us today. We have so much to talk about out of God's Word, and you are going to be blessed. But let me just remind you, before we jump in, don't forget to check out joeymiller.co for all sorts of resources, from merch to Bible studies to podcast notes to blogs. You will be blessed, so check it out today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you're enjoying it and you want to share it with a friend, a great way to let us know is to like it, to share it, and to subscribe. So make sure you do that as well. Well, let's get into the Word together. And we are going to be answering another a question that was brought to me through Instagram. Uh, this was a question that I decided to turn into another whole podcast. So this is a really good question, and I bet more people want to know about this. So the question was, how do I have peace and stay in a place of peace when others lack empathy? And so um, really the, the root of that question is, Uh, all based on control, learning what you can control and what you can't control. And so we're going to dive into this topic today. I remember reading a book years ago, I think it was by Lisa Bevere, and it was called Out of Control and Loving It. And and how especially as women, we love to be in control of things. I don't know about you, um, but even driving in the car. I, uh, my husband likes to drive, so I always let him drive. But uh, there's times that I literally have to zip my lip um, because I feel so out of control when he's driving the car or when a child is driving the car. And so, uh, you know, you're always putting on the air brakes because you just feel out of control. And there's something about our nature that we don't like feeling that way. And if we're not careful, our need to control everything can become a stumbling block in our faith, and it can become a stumbling block in our relationships with others. So we're going to dive in to the topic of control today. So why, why do we need to control? Well, uh, control often comes from fear, failure, fatigue, and frustrations in our lives. Fear, failure, fatigue, or frustrations in our lives make us feel like we are out of control and we just don't like it. Because control makes us feel like we somehow can shape and mold the outcomes of certain situations in our lives. It's the need uh, for us to, to, to be able to interject a form of um, control in the sense of, I, I don't have to trust God for this. I'm actually um, the one that's responsible. And when I put the responsibility on me, I feel like there's something I can be doing in the meantime. And what it truly does is it takes out the God factor in our lives. And there's nothing wrong with being organized. There's nothing wrong with being present. But when it crosses over the line that you feel like you have to dictate and control things, and, and when you can't, you start to almost manifest in different ways with different attitudes. Um, maybe you're listening today and there's relationships in your life that, that aren't or just aren't good, and it's because uh, of the, the area of control. And so we're going to dive into what it looks like to let go of control. Uh, first of all, I want to talk to you about fear. So fear is a horrible master over your life, and fear is probably the number one 
motivator of uh, trying to take too much control over a situation. And fear motivates us in a way that it drives us to do things. It drives us to say things. It drives us to try to control situations because we feel like if we're not controlling them, then something bad can happen. And, uh, you know, I think about this story in, in the Bible of um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and uh, Daniel, in the book of Daniel, and they were told to bow before, before an idol, uh, to worship an idol of the king when the music started playing. And, and you know, they said, no, we're not going to do it. And, and the king came to them and said, the king's men came to him and said, if you don't do this, you're going to get thrown into the burning fire. And uh, they said, no, we're not going to do it. And they came back and said, we're going to turn the fire seven times hotter. Maybe you're not understanding here. Um, you're not in control of this situation. Uh, if you don't do this, you're going to die. And so uh, the king was trying to control these four boys to make them worship, uh, I guess the three boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, to make them bow their knee and worship, and they wouldn't do it. And he was trying to use fear to manipulate them to do what he wanted to, them to do. And uh, you know, that's, that's what happens in our lives. Fear will try to control us or manipulate us to do what, what fear wants us to do. Fear is opposite of faith. So fear is always rooted in that out of control feeling that, that something bad is going to happen and I can't do anything about it. And so uh, as, as the king's men came to these guys, um, they said, we're not going to do it. And he said, he said, our God is going to save us. And I love what he says next. And I love to preach out of this passage. He says, even if we get thrown into the fire, God is going to be faithful. And, and you know, we see it play out and it's so true. And God didn't let them be burned, not a hair on their head. They didn't even come out smelling like smoke. But the, the principle in this passage that I love to preach from is the even if. They said, even if. And, you know, if you're going to let go, go of control, you have to get really comfortable with looking at fear head on and, and saying, even if my God is faithful because fear tries to get in us and it becomes like a puppet master to us. Have you ever seen those marionette puppets where they're on strings and every time the puppet master pulls a string, you get a response out of that puppet. That's how fear is because you feel out of control. And there's been times in my life where fear has actually had its grip on me to where I felt like I had to control every situation. And if I didn't, I went into like a, a paralysis mode. Um, I've shared this story on the podcast before, but uh, there was a time that my husband was in a car accident and we declare, you know, we are safe. We are covered by the blood. No harm or tragedy will come our way. Well, one day I was driving down uh, the street and I had my kids in the car. Addison, uh, my 18 year old was about not even two at the time. And Evan, my 21 year old was probably um, maybe almost four and driving down the road and uh, came up upon a really bad accident. And I was like, oh man. And I look over and I see it's my husband's car and talk about like your worst case scenario, worst case fear overtaking you. And so I see the ambulance and I go over and it doesn't look good. And there's just, it's just a mess. You just don't want to come up on that. Well, long story short, my husband was 
fine. He got released the next day. No, no serious injuries. Uh, God really did truly protect him. Not only did he protect him, but he ended up using that situation uh, in our lives. He turned what what the enemy meant to hurt us around for our good. So, so God came through and was faithful. I want you to remember that. But the enemy tried to control me in the aspect of fear through that situation, saying, you know what, what if that happens again? You pray for protection, but don't you remember your husband was in a car accident? And so every time I would hear an ambulance or a siren from that moment on, it would trigger me. It would trigger me and I would almost become paralyzed and it would take me completely out of faith because I felt so out of control in the situation. So immediately I would try to grapple for control. I would try to call everybody that I knew to make sure everyone I cared about was safe. And if I couldn't get a hold of them, I was like, should I call the hospital? Should I try? So I was trying to control the situation. And we do that in life. We do that with uh, traumas. Um, that was a traumatic situation that I faced. So if we're not careful, trauma can be a trigger to us that, that oh, if it happens again. Well, no, even if God is faithful, you are going to be fine. You don't have to worry about controlling this scenario because God is in control. The problem is, is that we're not giving him the authority to control that situation. We're still holding on to that area like it's ours. Like I have to control it. And we're really good at doing this uh, with the things that are most precious in our lives. So whether that's relationships, whether that's our children, maybe, maybe we, we, Feel like we need to control our children because we feel like there's going to be an outside source that's going to hurt them. And by all means, we want to protect our children, but we can't keep them in a bubble constantly. I can't on my best day, even if I followed my kids around, control and protect them like the Holy Spirit can. And so for me to hold and, and not release them to the Lord is me saying, I still am in charge of the protection over them. I'm in charge of making sure that they are okay spiritually. Now, I have my due diligence, obviously, to take care of my kids. But at the end of the day, I'm saying, Lord, I'm surrendering these children back to you. They're not mine. I'm stewarding them for you. And so I'm committing them to you. I won't let fear cause me uh, to do things that it's going to put a wedge in our relationship. I'm not going to let fear cause me uh, to become a helicopter parent or to get angry with other people, whether that be teachers or other parents that try to speak into their lives. I'm not going to let any outside uh, circumstances dictate and rob me of my peace. And so back to the original question, how do you hold on to your peace when others lack empathy? It's that. It's knowing the boundaries of the things that you can control and the things that you can't control and releasing those things to the Lord and saying, you know what, I can't control this. And so instead of making that lack of control make me feel anxious and fearful and uh, worried, you know, we think that worrying, uh, some psychological thing inside of us makes us feel like worrying is actually doing something. Let me tell you and remind you today, worrying does nothing, nothing for the situation other than to create negative energy. It takes the same amount of energy as it does to worry, as it does to stay in faith. And so, and the trick is that faith is actually doing something. So 
If the enemy can keep you so bound in worry because you couldn't control it, then you're just wasting negative energy. If you say, no, I commit this to you, Lord, and I'm going to speak in faith and I'm going to meditate on the right things. And in that moment, I'm doing more than if I just sat and tried to to control it because I was just worrying over it. And so, you know, the greatest thing that you can do is to learn those boundaries. What are the things in my life that I can control? I can control my peace. I can control my joy. I can't control other people. I can't control how they feel, how they respond, but I can control how it makes me feel and how I react to it. And the sooner we understand that, the better. I can't control outside circumstances. I can't control the war in Ukraine. I can't control the economy right now. And if, if I'm constantly trying to, in some crazy way, control everything that's going on in the world, I'm going to go crazy and I'm not going to have peace. But if I release that to God and say, I can't control that, but what I can control is, I can't control the economy, but I can pray and declare things that are good. And I can do what the word of God tells me to do in the area of finances. And I can uh, believe God's word. Those are the things that I can do to guard my peace and to guard my joy. So whatever it is today, know the difference between what you can control and what you can't control. And give the other things to the Lord. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego couldn't control if the king was going to change his mind or not. But they did say, look, I'm not going to bow my knee. I know that. You can't manipulate me out of fear. You can't control me and put me in a position where it takes me outside of my convictions. And so really make a decision that control is not going to have a hold over you that takes you outside of your convictions and is not going to make you become something that you're not. It's not going to make you and drive you to become this person that's riddled with fear, with bitterness, with anger. Uh, really, you start to live your life in a defensive posture because you feel like you have to control everything else. Let go. Give the things that you can't control. Give everything over to God, but specifically the things that are outside of your control. Protect your peace and stay in faith. I'll talk to you soon on the Joey Miller Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Joey Miller Podcast today. I pray you were blessed by God's Word. I pray that the Holy Spirit was speaking to you and ministering to you, that His grace is empowering you to be everything that you're called to be. Well, until next time, I'll see you on the Joey Miller Podcast.